This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. everybody welcome to the christmas countdown show you've made it you are here we are in season three this is episode 311 or number 11 for those of you not i like in, i like 311 better 311, yeah you want to know why 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 is that dan <laughs> i've been waiting been to tell waiting this to joke for this like joke. 10 minutes i just want to make sure in this episode that mm-hmm. we just come original that's that's what I just want to make sure we do. In this <laughs> Chris likes that one. Oh, folks, we are here with the 311 late 90s sort of emo pop jokes. So hopefully that's what you signed I mean, up for. I see the the demos that listen to this show. I feel like there's a lot of people who are going to appreciate that 311 reference. You know, I remember when I was in college, 311 was playing in our town and I was in a bar with them eating pizza. Not really? with them, but like... I was eating pizza. They were also eating pizza in the same bar. Oh, that sounds epic. That's, that's the end of my 311 story. So speaking of bands that have numbers for yeah. names, uh, over the weekend I was getting my hair trimmed because uh-huh. I'm about to go to New York, and I saw the address 112. Okay. 112. Sure. Now, if you are also a 90s person, uh-huh. when you see 112, do you think in your mind, 112? Do you remember the group 112? I have 112? no idea what you're talking about You don't remember the group right 112? I've no zero, like not even a little tiny bit of an idea what you're talking about. And they said in one of their songs, they go, 112. So like every time. What were they? Were they a boy band? No, they were like an R&B group. Sort of like, didn't Genuine come from 112? Am I remembering that correctly? They sang Pony, right? Didn't 112 sing Pony? No, Genuine did Pony. I don't think that Genuine was in 112. But who did? No, who? 112. I, no. (coughs) This is a great this tangent is, right this, off the this bat. This is not a Mandela effect thing. This is like real, real deal. It would be really funny if I made this whole thing. They were an R&B group, 112. Yeah. Uh, they were from Atlanta, Georgia. They were signed to Bad Boy Records. Okay. And um, they had I'm, that hit song called? Oh, they had Cupid or Peaches and Cream. Do you remember Peaches yeah. and Cream? Peaches and Cream is what I remember. Yeah. No. You know that I'm a fiend for Peaches and Cream? <laughs> No idea what I you're talking about. I don't want to say all the lyrics here on this song. It's not appropriate. No. Okay. You know, when your children are not in the car with you, put on some 112. It's like the kind of like music that you vibe to if you went to like, you know, a school dance like in the late 90s, early 2000s. And, you know, they'd be like, too close, too close, a little, little separation between you. Those are the types of songs that 112 did. All right. But on one of those songs, they said 112. Well, there you go, folks. Somebody I, out there is listening right now. They're like, Pony. there's at least one person who feels seen by uh, this tangent, and that's good. Yeah. Danny, uh, send Danny a note so that he doesn't feel alone. You know who it is? In his love, it's Slim from One Twelve, who's listening right now, <laughs> and right. he's he's really happy. Anyway. But welcome, folks, to the Christmas Countdown Show. Uh, we're back. We're we've gotten through our first tangent. Uh, let's tell you what. What we're going to talk about today. Um, this is the Christmas Countdown Show. My yes. name is Eric Peterson. I am here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Big 112 fan. 112. Um, and we also have Chris Sisley coming to us live from Brooklyn. Hello, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Hello. We have John Ewing on the uh, ATEM over here checking our uh, mid, mid-performance mid editing capture. We had actually some homework for John. Did we? Do you remember in a recent episode, 
uh, we said, you said, ATEM, does that stand for anything? Oh, yeah, what does it stand no. for? And he said, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Uh, I've dropped the ball on that one. Wow, John. Wow. Wow. We wow. asked you to do one thing. I just looked up 112 in a matter of seven seconds on this podcast. It's all right. You have till next episode, John. Which we're recording in about an hour and 15 That's right. minutes. So you got um, some time, John. But we are all here, and we are glad that you're here, and you're checking us out for the Christmas Countdown Show. Uh, today, we have a great uh, list. We're doing the top five tips to survive the holidays, mm. tips and tricks and People hacks. People love hacks. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to give you some great, uh, hopefully great advice to survive and thrive during the holiday season because we know that it can be a bit stressful at times. That's I'm true. definitely a little stressed right now. Are you really? Well, you got a lot going on. i got a lot going on. I'm in rehearsals now, so it is full-fledged, you know, six days a week, very long rehearsals. And then you come here and record on your off day. And then on my one off day of the week, I come here and record, yeah. <laughs> record a bunch of episodes for you people because we love you. Yeah, so, um, so send Eric a card. Yes, please do. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm tired, uh, but I'm happy, happy to be here, happy to be talking about Christmas. Um, Me too. Yeah. So I was talking about our, our theme yesterday yeah. with my wife. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I have some like tips and okay. tricks. And so she started rattling things off. And I was like, babe, those are amazing tips and tricks. However, they are not the types of things that I think about when it comes to holiday season. So I was yeah. like, I feel like I can't speak about them passionately. Sure. You know, because like she is all about like preparing, you know, the meals and all that sort of stuff and like the scheduling of all that. And I was like, your tips are great. Your yeah. tips are amazing. However, it's just not where my brain is. So I sure. think, you know, to prepare our listeners, and maybe I'll share one of the ones that my sure, wife yeah. mentioned when we get into the countdown, but a lot of mine will have to do, I think, with, you know, decorating the house, sure. how to sort of ease the stress, how to yeah. make your holiday season your holiday season specifically. Yeah. Uh, that's something I really want to dive into because I, you know, I think we just live in a time where like we feel like we have to live up to other people. And hopefully this list will encourage you to find what makes your Christmas great for you and and less about surviving and more about thriving thriving that's right yeah that's right um yeah but we got a lot of fun stuff for you um we should tell you at the top of the show as we always do make yeah. sure you follow us on all the socials uh you can find us at christmas countdown show on instagram tiktok and threads yes xmas pod on the x uh and then you can also check out full episodes on our youtube channel youtube.com slash countdown network yeah. also you should follow our personal socials yeah do that you should throw that out there why not uh you can follow me at eric pete on instagram or at the portly gentleman, if you'd like to follow my follow fashion, fashion yeah, dude, you like what I'm wearing today? I love that jersey so much. When I when I walked into the studio, because I didn't see you walk down the hallway, I heard you, but I was typing away, and then I came in here and I just saw it from the back, and I immediately knew what you were wearing. It is you share. It's it's yeah. the Blackhawks jersey that says Griswold on the back with so the double epic. zero uh, from Christmas Vacation, and I had to wear it for a few reasons. Mm. One. It's Christmas time. Yes. Got to wear it around Christmas time. Yeah. Two, I'm a huge Chicago Blackhawks fan. Love the Hawks. And um, the NFL season has started. And I don't know if you've been following, but the Blackhawks, this is not a sports Wait, countdown, NFL but I will just NHL. talk about for a second. NHL. Did yeah. I say NFL? NHL. I was like, you're going to talk about um, the Bears now. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But the Blackhawks are doing okay. They're not like killing it games-wise, but we have the number one draft pick, this kid named oh, Connor right. Bedard. Yeah. Who is so good. Is he like 19 he's or 20? 18. Oh, he's my gosh. He's 18, Danny. Wow. He's 18 years old. He'll be 19 pretty soon. But he's from Canada. But this kid, they're calling him a generational talent. Really? Like, it was like Gretzky, Crosby, 
Con- Lemieux, uh, Connor, do they include uh, Lemieux um, in there or no? Uh, nah, I, I mean Lemieux was definitely big, but like generational talent. Okay. They said like Gretzky, Crosby. There's a guy named Connor. What the heck's the other guy's name? Up in a uh, place for Edmonton, Connor McDavid. He's also very good, but he's sort of slid into nothingness because he plays on a terrible team. Right. But this kid, Connor Bedard, is 18 years old. Yeah. He's so slick, Danny. I'm telling you, I get goosebumps <laughs> watching this kid play. He's been he's he's played in like. 10 games so far, right. and he already has tons of points. He's so good. He has an, a wicked wrist shot. He shoots with, like, zero hesitation. I know this is not a hockey podcast, but I have been buzzing <laughs> yeah. for the last, like, two weeks watching this kid play. Yeah. So I was very excited to, you know, support a little love for my one of my favorite teams. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, I, I put this on today, mm-hmm. and as I was coming in, you may not feel this because you live where you grew up. Okay. I constantly feel not a, a bad malaise, but like a general sense of I'm not at home. Mm, Even this though isn't I, where I'm from. I don't yeah, this is not like, yeah, I don't have like yeah. the roots, roots feel that I do. As soon as I go into Chicago, I'm like, this is, I just feel I'm home. Right. I'm home. And I haven't lived in Chicago in 20 years, 25 years, but it still is, feels like home. When I put this jersey on today, I literally had a feeling mm. in my heart, in my stomach of like, like a release of like awesome. pressure I, where I felt like I feel like I'm at home just putting on this jersey, mm. which is pretty cool. So I think the message for me is when I go home today, I yeah. should put on like like pioneers, you know, like yeah. where I went to high school and yeah. just wear like the maroon and gold and yeah. shout out for the town I'm from. Yeah, I, I'm trying really... to like talk about it without <laughs> saying the without town. Saying exactly but where but I from, feel yeah. you on that. I am fortunate. It's an interesting thing for people who, you know, because I'm kind of a rare breed out here, you know, people who yeah. grew up in Southern California who also work in the entertainment industry. Yeah. And it's hard because you have all these people who are implants, right? Transfers. And, and you become friends with these people, but they get that longing for home. And I'm super fortunate in that, like, I've always been able to go home for the holidays and literally just drive like 25, 30 minutes and yeah. be home. But then like, as we've gotten older, you know, and maybe people's acting career or whatever doesn't work out in the way they want, they go home, you know, but now you're left and you're still the only one here because this is where you're from. And so I've watched a lot of friends leave because they miss that feeling of home home. um, because it is something that can't be replaced. Assuming you loved where you grew up and had great memories there and all that sort of stuff. But I, but I feel you, you know, and I feel like this week specific is when we really start to lean into those feelings. Mm Because the week of Thanksgiving just, it feels like we're in it. Yes. You know, like Halloween, you know, from like the 31st up until I, the middle of November, it's sort of this in-between zone. Like, mm-hmm. do I start decorating my house? Are people going to start judging me? Yeah. Once you get to Thanksgiving week, it feels All like... All bets are off. You can do whatever you want. You can absolutely. You know, me, I think we may have talked about this last week. Um, the inside of our house is fully decorated. Yes. But the outside, Lisa, even just last night, was like, I'm going to start putting up some stuff outside. And I was like, babe, I don't, I don't know if we can do it yet. As much as I want to, <laughs> I just am worried with the state of the world that some Scrooge is going to come and pop all of my inflatables. You think so? I really do. There's something in my gut that's like, the world is so touchy right now. Yeah. And... I worry that by making like putting our all of our stuff out pre Thanksgiving, yeah. that somebody's gonna be like, "It's not Christmas time," and it's but gonna like, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe maybe, it maybe there's always somebody. people in the neighborhood who are looking for someone to give them permission <coughs> that to is start true. doing. That, that is definitely true, and there is definitely um, 
we've been told that by other people in our neighborhood, once our stuff goes up in years past, that they're yeah. like, you guys really inspired us. And I know you've talked about that as well. I live in a very Jewish neighborhood, though. Okay. So we when we put our stuff up, we are usually kind of alone okay. <laughs> in, in the block. Right. Um, and so did I ever tell you the story of when we were, <laughs> we were putting up our lights one year? And there's, uh, there's a lot of Orthodox Jewish people that live okay. on our block. And there's an or- Orthodox Jewish family that lives across the street. And they very much keep to themselves in that community and stuff like that. But I, I heard the little kids when I was putting up all the inflatables and the lights. And they were like, Daddy, look at all those lights. That's so cool. <laughs> and the dad was like, hey, go inside. Go, go inside. <laughs> it was like, no, it's not for us. And I was like, it's, it's okay. It's okay. You yeah. can enjoy it still. It is fun, though. Like I've talked about that neighborhood here in town yeah. where like literally every single house it's like a it's three blocks and one of the houses you know is a family who is of jewish faith that's great and what's really neat is that they have these lights because it's definitely someone who works in like the television industry who lives there because they have these lights that will go from like the roof on one side of the street to the house on the other side of the street and all of them are red and green except for the lights that cross over to the one family and they're blue and white on their half of the street and then they'll always have like a menorah up in their window so they still participate in the lights of the season which i think is really really cool and i mean i think there's a lot of synergy there because you know hanukkah is the festival of lights you know it's like light it up you know but i'm with you in the in the sense of like is it too early um and i'll tell you i actually was up on my roof over the weekend and i started getting after it um because i realized light stuff or did you just put it up and not turn it on yet i haven't turned it on yet okay so i I mean i tested the lights first because you know we had that debacle was that last year i think when i just like i didn't know what was wrong with my lights and it was very very frustrating uh but i made the smart decision this year of plugging them in prior prior to going up there and like yeah because that's the last thing you want is you hang all the lights and you go now I've got to take all of them down again. Um, but I was up on my roof and my neighbor across the street, she came out and she looks at me and I was like, here it comes. <laughs> she goes, a little early, huh? And I was like, or a little late. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, Tracy, I was like, you know me by now. Like I am always the first one up. I said, I said in 2020, I think it was like the day after Halloween. Yeah. I was up here doing it. And she goes, well, you know, you could wait till after Thanksgiving like we do. And I was like, nah, I could, I could, but I won't, but I won't. <laughs> um, and I said, it just spread so much joy and cheer to all the yeah. people in the neighborhood. And so I started, I'm pacing myself this year because sure. this year is different than any other year. I was thinking about this the other day that like, when you and I first started the show, like pandemic was still happening. So like, you know, a lot of work in our business wasn't happening. Right. And so I had all the time in the world to sort of just do those things. But right now, like, fortunately things are like cranking right now. So I was like, well, I guess I'll do the top of the house today. And then I woke up early the next morning and I started doing the garland around the windows, but I honestly probably won't be done until next week. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm kind of sad about it, but then I was also like, you know what? Don't stress yourself out. Release all expectations. Thriving, not surviving. That's right. That's what we're going for yes, this holiday season, absolutely. folks. So absolutely. I will get there and I'll post the photos on our Instagram once once it's already. Like it. And I you like should do it. the same. And then we could like have people vote on like which one is their, <laughs> I love that. their favorite. What's I love that. the best use of inflatable mm-hmm. goes to Eric. Um, did you, you sent me a text the other day. Yeah. And I sent something to you, but you didn't respond. I may have missed you. You sent me a text of something at a store. That oh. was Yukon Cornelius. Yes. Were you already gone? When I was I already gone. Buy it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I meant to text you back yes. and say, I'm already 
gone. I was there with both of my children and it was like post gymnastics. But now I know I need to get this. Dude, it was it's a lit awesome. up Yukon Cornelius like thing for the front yard. Which they had I am... two th- options there that were Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> one was just him, and then one was him like with his little like with his sleigh. Sleigh. Nice. I will prepare you. They are not the tallest. Yeah, yeah it looked like seen. it was short. It was probably two feet like tall. two feet tall. Yeah, but this is going to connect to one of the items on my list mm. later about a tip for people how to get really great holiday decorations okay and i'll show so that's a little little tease fair fair for what's coming uh later but um before we get to a couple other segments i would love to read a review yeah that uh that came in uh do you want to take this one sure takes this one take this i shall takes it i'll takes it here we go all right um this is from oh this is a fun one they left us five golden stars, but they're yeah. the like extra special shiny stars. They're very shimmery which is and very shiny. Nice. They look like the top of a Christmas tree. Yeah, that's true. And that's actually the name of their review is five golden stars. <laughs> uh, this is from Lax Rules. It's the at sign for, yeah, the, for a. the A. So like LAX, Los LAX, Angeles Rules. LAX Rules. I don't know, but Lax Rules. But the, And the S is a money sign. They might be yeah, lacrosse yeah. fans. Oh. They're what? Might be lacrosse fans. Oh, sure, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Lacrosse. Or oh, they just love going to LAX? Yeah. Big, who, big fan of flying out of LAX. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that does not exist. Oh, I love it. Um, all right, and they said, Hi, Eric and Danny, coming to you from Connecticut. Well, it's not LAX. I'm guessing lacrosse, because Connecticut is uh, big for lacrosse. Yeah. Um, all right, hi, Eric and Danny, coming to you from Connecticut. I discovered you this year, and the podcast has instantly become part of my daily routine oh. my family has a firm belief that christmas doesn't start until december and this podcast has helped me convince them that it is really happening all year round so funny keep it up thanks for making the brightest holiday even more bright thank you so much that is so great you know i love when we get those reviews of people being like my family doesn't get it but you guys get it <laughs> i'll always remember that kid that sent us a review from the first season that was like I'm not allowed to listen to Christmas yes. music until December 1st. And so I listen to your podcast under the sheets at yes. night with like a <laughs> flashlight so that I can celebrate because my parents won't let me listen to Christmas oh music. Like gosh. that's the greatest compliment that people can give us. I yeah. Love I'm trying to think of like, we're like the cosmopolitan magazine of like Christmas <laughs> podcasts. Like, are you yeah. reading that Cosmo in there? Put that away. Put that not December first. Not until you're 15. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Well, thank you, Lax Rules with the money right. sign. I love the money sign at the end. That makes me really, really happy. Um, so if you love what you're hearing on Christmas Countdown, uh, you can be just like uh, Lax Rules. You can rate us uh, and review us on Apple. We love to read those reviews on this show. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or elsewhere, please make sure you rate there. And then send us a DM. <laughs> on Instagram as Eric sniffs away at the delicious it's taking just a quick quick puff of uh the Christmas tree the Christmas smell. tree smelling <laughs> little pellets. Uh so <laughs> DM us uh on social media or email us Kringle at ChristmasCountdownShow.com uh and we would love to share your thoughts. Um and also I wanna I want to shout out a, a few other people right now. Yeah. Uh you know, we have a Patreon yeah. where people can get bonus episodes. Um they also get access to this private community where we share like behind the scenes photos. Yep. Uh, we do like polls. It's it really is become this like hub of merriment like yeah. someone just started like a chat thread recently that's like just all about obscure christmas albums mm-hmm. 
And everyone's like in there in the chat being like, oh, I love this album. I love this album. And so you get to sort of like lead the conversation there. Eric and I are a part of it, obviously producer Chris and John is there as well. Um, but it's sort of a place for you to connect with other Christmas lovers in a safe space and just geek out about this thing that we love so much. Um, so if you want access to that, just scroll down in the episode notes and click on the link that'll get you to our Patreon or just go to patreon.com, search Christmas Countdown Show. Uh, and if you're not into that sort of stuff, you can still get bonus episodes by being a paid subscriber on Apple or Spotify. So please uh, make sure to check that out. Uh, but speaking of the Patreon, there's a few new people that just joined up recently that I want to shout out. Yes. Uh, and those people are Courtney. How you doing, Courtney? Welcome to the crew. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. We got Tom. Tom, Tom, not Tom Peterson. Not my dad. Not your dad. Could be your dad. <laughs> He's active in there. He is active in there. Yeah. I think your mom's in there. Yeah, she, too. She's, she gets in there she's too. She's in the crew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then big shout out to Amy. Um, welcome to the crew. We are so thrilled uh, to have you and we're, we're excited to be uh, marching towards the holiday season um, with you all. So that's uh, that's the busy biz. I wanted to tell you something, Dan, Yeah. About and I may, if I talked about this before, just stop me. It's all it's all melting together in my brain now. <laughs> um, did I talk about I know I've referenced it, but I don't know if I ever gave the answer. I talked about a documentary that used to be on Netflix. I think it might not be on Netflix anymore, but okay. you can still find it called Jingle Bell Rocks. That's about this guy that like searches out random obscure Christmas music. Oh, you, you did. I don't know. I if think you I mentioned talked about it, but title? I didn't have the title, but I found yeah. the title. It's Jingle Bell Rocks. Okay. Look this movie up. Let us know if you watch it. Let us know what you think. Oh, we should totally watch it and yeah. do like you can do, and I can do some feedback. We've well, watched it, or back. we could do a we could do a like a, a director's commentary, even though we're Ooh. not the directors. I'm sure that's legal, right? We could do that I'm and sure just release illegal. it to to the world, and uh, nobody uh, will come after that's us. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure that's we're right. we're totally fine. Absolutely. Um, so Eric, you wore something, you know, you talked about your wardrobe here yes. today and, and something like made you feel like home. I, I kind of went with a similar vibe here sure. today. Tell I've them got, what you're rocking. I've got Mickey Mouse with like a Christmas uh, scarf on. Love it. And I, I love wore a Mickey this. shirt. I love a Mickey shirt. A great a Mickey shirt. Mickey shirt like that is just the best. This I have about 15 so of them. They're so great. Yeah, I got this at Target. Nice. I think I bought this for your Christmas party Two years ago. Nice. And I bought my whole family matching, you know, you uh, Mickey Mousey things. Um, but I wore this because yesterday I went yes. to Disneyland with yes. my family. First time in the holiday season. Yeah. And it was also Dapper Day. Yeah. Which was amazing. We'd been to Dapper Day once before. We went earlier this year. And for those who don't know, Dapper Day is a day at Disneyland. They also do it at Disney World. They just mm -hmm. did one at Disneyland Paris recently. Um, and you, I think that it's was good. dapperday.com or something. You go look yeah. them up. You can find them on social media where people will show up dressed very classy. like Elegantly. How did people look in the 1950s when they showed up to Disneyland? And a lot of people will do sort of like uh, like homages to characters sure. where it's like a fancy version of Donald Duck mm -hmm. or a Star Wars Disney character. Bounding, Disney bounding. Disney bounding, yeah. And so we went all sort of in like red and green plaid sort of vibes. And uh, we got to link up with some friends. I saw. While we were there. I saw. First, we got to hang out with Santa J. Claus. Yes. Our good friend who looked absolutely incredible. Very dapper. I mean, it's like exactly how you expect Santa to walk around in the 1950s. Sure. Red suit, red tie, red yeah. vest, patent leather, red shoes, a straw hat yep. with red around it. And then I got to hang out with our friends from our sister show, yeah. Disney Countdown, uh, the Dapper Danielle and the Magical, Magical Millennial. Millennial. This is my first time meeting 
Danielle in person was right. this weekend. And it was so cool to get to hang out with them and go on the rides. We shot a bunch of fun content. Um, and so I, I'm guessing that there's a lot of people who listen to our show sure. who are big fans of Disney parks and movies. Um, so if you are, please make sure you go look up Disney Countdown wherever you get your podcasts. Megan and Danielle do a phenomenal job uh, hosting that show. They've already got 18 episodes that have come out this season. And, and they recorded an episode here in they the They did. They took over. It was super weird because I sat in John's seat. Right. And we had like the Disney logo up here. On the screen, yeah. And it was like really hard for me to sort of just like be quiet. Sit over there and, and be quiet. <laughs> like at, at one point, I had to chime in with a joke. Yeah. Because Daniel was talking about like, you know, arguing with a kid walking down Main Street trying to get gingerbread cookies. Yeah. And I was like, Main Street, more like Payne Street. <laughs> And it just like got out of my mouth before I could even like realize uh, what had happened. I was yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I'm just going to go sit over here and tap the ATEM, which stands for what, John? Mm, don't know yet. Okay, great. Still working on it. We're going to get there. I believe Still working. at the end of this episode. Um, but Disneyland, the parks at the holidays. They just did, uh, they opened a Small World. Did you get to see they lit it up for the first time? Like, yes. We, I got to go on it twice. Nice. I went on it once with my family. And you go then, on it at night when it's all lit up? Yes. I went on it with Santa J. Claus, nice. Dapper Daniel, and Magical Millennial, and they recorded like a special little bonus episode that they're going to yeah, release uh, of the show. It was riding around with Santa in there was, I was like, this is yeah, this is special, very cool. But that thing lit up at night. If you can't get out to Disneyland, just go online. I'm sure on YouTube yeah. or Instagram you'll find photos and videos of what the outside of Small World looks like. Okay. It's stunning, and then they do the projections on there. It's just absolutely brilliant. And that tree on Main Street is yep. just, um, it fills my heart with happiness. And Santa pointed something out to me on the tree that I'd never noticed before. So you know how on the castle the bricks get smaller yeah. as you go up forced perspective? For perspective yeah. They do the same thing with the tree. Yeah. So the ornaments are all the same. But they just get smaller, so it makes the tree just seem like this, Super which tall. it is big, yeah. but it makes it seem like it goes to yeah. infinity and beyond. It's pretty great. Too Have you ever watched the um, special about them turning over the parks to Christmas? Yes. It's so good. I it's think it's mind blowing. Plus, but uh, it's so cool how it's yeah. like all over one night. And they everything is planned out for months in advance, but then it's like one night everything comes down that's fall, and it, all the Christmas stuff goes up, and it's it's so cool, incredible. Um, so if you love just magic and merriment, I honest, I know we've talked about this on the show, but I think going to the Disneyland parks. I haven't been to Walt Disney World oh, during the holidays because I know they do like amazing. Jollywood Nights and all those yeah, sort of yeah. like special. They also events. at Disney World they have at the Grand Floridian they have a gingerbread house that you can walk into. Whoa. It's so big that, and it's actual gingerbread, and it's in the lobby of the Grand Floridian, um, and it's like it's probably thirty feet high, really? and like you can walk in, and there's like seats and stuff. It's oh like a full gosh. little house, and it smells all like gingerbread because it's real gingerbread. It's so great. And they used to have a thing that I think they don't do it anymore. It was called like the Thompson Family Lights. I know that the last name's wrong, but it was some family that like sponsored it, hmm. and. In at MGM, which is now called Hollywood Studios, right? Um, where they used to have the back lot that looked like houses that would be used for like an exterior of a movie shoot, mm. they would decorate that whole street like more lights than you can even imagine. Just every single surface was covered with lights, and the sky on the walls, on the floor, everywhere was covered. Yeah. And it was it was the something family lights, but I think they don't do it anymore, which mm. is kind of a bummer. That's a it was bummer. so cool. But if you've ever seen it, uh, send us a DM and tell us 
if you liked it. I'm yeah. sure you did. I'm sure there's probably videos of it online yeah, yeah, that we yeah. could yeah. probably look up. John yeah. will look it up while he's looking yep. up the ATAM. Up the ATAM. Um, speaking of big Christmas trees. Yeah. Uh, I do want to share some Christmas news. Christmas news. We interrupt our program to bring you this Christmas news. There we go. The actual music. Coming to you live from outside Santa's workshop. I, I just do it every time. You do I've, it. I did it once, and now I just feel like it's a bit that people <laughs> expect. And if I don't do it, they'll only give us four golden stars. Sure, sure, they'll yeah. change their review. Like I loved it until Danny stopped doing the reporting live from outside bit. <laughs> Uh, so I have one piece of Christmas news, okay. which is the definition of massively merry. Yeah. The Rockefeller Christmas tree has arrived. It has. I saw it. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I think it's one of the better looking ones it is. I've seen in a while. It's fuller. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Sometimes they... A full lot of sap, though. Sometimes there's a lot of empty spots, but then they kind of let it... They fluff it out and they yeah. fill it with stuff. But this one looks very full bottom to top, which is great. It looks stunning. And I, there's a photo that I found of like the family. They're standing in like Rockefeller yep. Center with the tree all wrapped up. Yep. It's the uh, McGinley family. Love it. Um, and they are from, I believe, New York. I had this here. It's like upstate New York. Yeah, they are from... And Chris, if you know this information, please feel free to share it since you're tapped into all things Christmas uh, in New York. <laughs> But what was, a huge honor, though. It's a like, huge honor. To yeah. feel like, wow. it, they're, they're from New York, yeah. Nice. Okay. And it's, what, a 30-foot tree? Is that is that right? Am I remembering that correctly? That's about right. Um, it's massive. It is 80 feet. 80 feet. I was just off by a... Woo! Uh, yeah. That's almost by the distance stories. from home plate to first base. Yeah. Because that's 90 or feet. Or an eight-story eight building. That might be an easier uh, reference um, that people yeah, can actually down. like imagine. Yeah, you know, in baseball, from home to first or first to second, ninety feet. Um, but the tree looks beautiful. Uh, Chris, do you happen to know offhand? Because I didn't look this up. When is the tree lighting? That's coming up pretty soon, right? Is that after Thanksgiving? Is that right? Might be. Yeah, right I think it's after. like the first weekend in December. I could be wrong. Yeah. You know who's going to that tree lighting? Who's that? Santa J. Claus. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Which is pretty exciting. I was like, you got to send us Is he picks. doing stuff with NBC? He is. Yeah. He's doing the Today Show. He's doing Kelly Clarkson. He's just, I mean, I feel like, I feel like we helped launch Santa J. Claus. <laughs> I don't know if Santa J. No, Claus would agree no, with I that. Totally, I totally disagree. Santa, Santa J. Claus launched himself. That's right. Um, I'm totally joking, Santa. We love you. Um, but uh, yeah, it's exciting. I feel like there are certain signal moments. We've talked about this on the show in the past of like, when such and such happens, when the first, you know, sort of like chilly morning that are like the holidays are coming. Mm -hmm. And I think watching the Rockefeller tree sort of be transported, you know, those pictures of like the big flatbed and then seeing it arrive there and start to get decorated. That feels like a signal moment to me that like the holidays are coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm I just wanted to share that with everybody. If you want to see what the tree looks like, just, you know, Google Rockefeller Center tree yeah. and. I wonder if they have a uh, like a live stream of Ooh. Rockefeller Center. That'd be fun. Do they, Chris? they do those types of things? That'd they be cool. do not have a live stream of Rockefeller. They should. Center. They should do that because then you could look out down at the you know the people skating and yeah. I love when they do the ice skating. Yeah, maybe they're like, we don't want to give it to you for free, so you got to come. You got to come here yeah. and yeah. visit us. We're trying to bring tourism back That's to right. New York. That's right. Um, but I'm pretty uh, pretty excited about that. Um, I'm also excited. You know, there's something that comes with Thanksgiving weekend that I think all of our fans need to know about. Hallmark News. Yes. Hallmark News. They do Merry Thanksgiving weekend. Yes. And that is seven brand new movies. Whoa, 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 what? 
Seven? Let me say it again for the people in the back. Seven brand new movies coming to Hallmark Channel between Thursday and Sunday. So you're going to be in a food coma. They know that you're you're landlocked. Into you are your, landlocked. Couch. couch locked. Yeah, your couch locked, your landlocked, your stomach locked. That's right. All the everything's locked. Yes. Your doors are locked, and you're going to be locked in on your couch. Settle in all weekend long. Seven brand new movies, and there's one that I know a lot of people are going to be very excited about. Haul out the Holly. Lit up. Lit up. Lit up. This is a sequel because this was a Hallmark movie from last year, Hall at the Holly, with uh, Lacey Chabert. Uh, This one has Lacey Chabert and Wes Brown. We love them. And we love them. Uh, If you remember, the last one was all about her trying to figure out her Christmas decorations with the HOA in her her little community. (laughs) And so this is, it's going more in that direction, which is very fun. We love decorating movies. Oh, yeah. Because as we've been talking about, we love... We love, what are like what are all of the um the nuances the politics mm-hmm. to how and when and how much to deck that's a great question so the beauty is the neighborhood i live in doesn't have an hoa so i feel like all i can are all. do whatever i want if i want to put up so many lights that the power goes out in my neighborhood that's your right i As can an do American. that the hoa can't come after me <laughs> that's right. now everyone's not gonna have power but um that it is a great question and we've talked about this in the past is like there is a certain line you get to where if your decorations don't fit like in your rafters or like a like storage container in the back yeah. of your house or a shed, I guess yeah. people would call it, you're officially a display. Sure. You know, so I, it, it is a tough thing to consider, like what is too much? I guess my, my electric bill sort of determines that most years, but also I don't care. It's that, what is that meme about, um, oh gosh, what's it from? Is it, It's from, it's somebody being like, uh, I think it's Matthew McConaughey from Wolf of Wall Street being like, it's money. It's just, whew, 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 it's nothing. Oh, <laughs> Do you know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes, we did a meme about Yeah, that. yeah. And I think that that's how you have to think of your electricity bill it's during Christmas. It's non-existent. It's just, fairy it's dust. just whew, 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 it's gone. It's nothing. You can't even think it's about it. It's not on the elemental chart. <laughs> that's right. It's not I, a real see, thing. See, this is what Lacey Chabert's <laughs> character should have been saying yes. to all the people at the HOA is like, it's fairy dust. It doesn't exist. Like, let's just let people put up as much as they want. Yes. Um, so I'm excited to, to check it out. You know, Lacey obviously always does a fantastic job in these uh, Hallmark Channel holiday movies. Wes Brown is, uh, you know, a huge fave of uh you know all the the hallmarkies who are out there in the world who love hallmark channel holiday movies uh and that one's going to be premiering on saturday night the 25th at 8 7 central and if you're ever wondering you know where you know because there's a lot of movies to keep track of. how could one find all this information danny you gotta go to the hallmark movie checklist app which i have here in front of me so good i love this so much you're going to get to read all about the movies see who's in them as we've talked about before you get to leave reviews set reminders set reminders so if you're like i know that i want to see every lacy movie that's going to yep. be airing this this season i want to see every movie i just want to see every movie yeah and i want to see them multiple times go into the app set the reminders uh i love it uh, it's also a great way just to connect to like i think they've got some uh like various uh, recipe elements that are in there as well so it's just a great way to really get into the culture of hallmark channel yeah. holiday movies and, and everything that we just love about the holidays so Speaking yeah. of Hallmark, we should also let people know that the Holiday Home Decoration Sweepstakes oh, is yes. still running. You have until November 28th. Okay. So by the time you're hearing this episode, you only have a few, you have about eight days left. 
left. Okay. So uh, get on it. You can go to hallmarkchannel.com. Uh, this is sponsored by Balsam Hill, and you That's right. could win a $10,000 grand prize plus a Balsam Hill tree and decor package. Oh, my gosh. So go to hallmarkchannel.com to enter. Uh, you have until November 28th. That sounds like that, so. a really merry way to kick off your holiday season. Yeah. You get that alert from Hallmark Channel. You won, and, and there's won. no purchase required. No. Just go to hallmarkchannel.com. Boom, you're in. I love Hallmark Channel. Just spreading all the merriment That's right. all That's season right. long. Do you think we should get to the countdown? It feels like the time. I feel like this is the time. Let's do it, Chris. One twelve. Love it. <laughs> One twelve. You crazy boy. Um, okay, here we go. These are the top five tips to survive and thrive during the holidays. Um, all right, mine are kind of in no particular order. They're I all, did the they're same all good. thing. They're yeah. all good tips. So we'll just start with what I wrote first. Okay. Um, my number five is going to be set mini benchmarks. Ooh. So as opposed to that M I N I or M A N Y? Mini M I N I. Okay. So mini, smaller. Okay. Yeah, small benchmarks. Okay. This is always super helpful if you're like running a race as opposed to thinking I have to run 13 and a half miles. Yes. You say I just got to get half a mile up to that tree. Okay, I made it. Boom. Victory. It gives you that little dopamine hit of like Checking it off the box. I did that correctly. So as opposed to that feeling of like, oh my gosh, the holidays are here. I have to shop. I have to get the lights up. I have to send out the Christmas cards. I have to send out the uh, party invitations. And and it can become overwhelming. Take a deep breath and set yourself some mini benchmarks. Mm. Whether it's like, okay, by November 25th, I want to make sure that all of my kitchen decorations are up. Yeah. Kitchen. Just small little thing. I can handle the kitchen by this date. And then you can handle that. And then you say, on this date, I want to have all of my outdoor decorations. All these types of things. Setting the mini benchmarks for yourself on a calendar, actually written out. Yeah. And you may meet those deadlines. You may not. But at least spreading it out over the whole season as opposed to this feeling of like a giant wave of stress yeah. and dread of all of the things that you have to do. Setting mini benchmarks is my... First tip. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. And I think writing them down is Writing key. is down. Writing down is huge. I like with a pen, like a pencil or a pen, sure, pencil, yeah. marker, whatever. There's that, been all these studies that yeah. when you actually put pen to paper, like when you're, whether you're doing that with like goals in life or anything like yeah. that, there's something about the actual act of putting it onto paper. And I wonder if it also, like if the reasoning or the logic of that stands to reason with typing it into your phone. Like if it would, you get the same. Yeah, is it the same sort of like, hey, it actually works better if you write it down, if you type it into your phone? I don't know. I find that for myself, writing it down feels more real. Yes, definitely. You know, I don't know if anyone else feels like this. I'm sure I'll get it to it later in my countdown. Here is like with the phone, all of it just seems so transactional or just like it's virtual. Mm-hmm. Like I tap this little thing and it puts a little mark sure. there. But also then I can add an infinitesimal amount of things to this list. And my list just keeps growing oh, and yeah. growing and growing. I definitely have a to-do list that has been going for three years. And yeah. I just, I have it in my notes app, but I do it with the checklist options. So yes, like you can same. tap it. But like, I just, in the middle of the day, I'm like, I need dog food. Yeah. <laughs> just like type it in. <laughs> and then I might come to it, you know, like three months later and be like, 
oh, I needed dog food a couple months ago, you know, and I've already done it, but I forgot to check it off. It can just make it feel a bit overwhelming, you know, because you can just keep adding to it. But like a piece of paper is so many inches tall and so many inches wide. So maybe give yourself like 10 or 20 items and, and just write them out like Eric is suggesting. I think that's brilliant. And it'll, you'll feel really rewarded to go and like, and cross them out with like a fun color, like red or green, you know, make it really festive. Uh, I love that suggestion. All right, my number five is going to be one that I think is pretty brilliant. Mm. It does cost a little bit of money, okay, but I think it's going to save you a lot of stress, and I've got some tips out of, as to how to not make it too expensive. Okay. You know how like storage facilities are always running like a special, mm-hmm. like first month, you know, nineteen ninety nine. Sure. Do yourself a favor and get a storage unit for the month of like middle of November mm-hmm. up to December. And that's where you hide all your Christmas gifts. Mm, I like that. Cause if you're anything like me, you're running out of space to hide things in the garage and your kids start getting older. Sure. They get a little bit more curious. They like, yes. Oh, I know dad's spot is on the top shelf yeah. in the closet. Yeah. Or I know he always hides it in that tub in the garage. Yeah. Well now create yourself a little like safe haven where you just go and all the gifts you get for your significant other, your kids, your, your folks, whatever, yeah. Get yourself a small room. You don't need anything big. Pay like 20 bucks for one month. You got your little safe space. If you get a big enough room, that could become your wrapping space as well. Sure, yeah, yeah. Bring your, bring your phone, a little yeah. speaker, throw on some holiday music. Yeah. Your family's like, where are you? A couple Christmas don't lights. Don't worry about Christ- it. In my Christmas, Christmas cave. magic happen. Maybe hang some decorations yeah. in there if you're into it. And you can create your own little Christmas cave where you don't have to worry about anyone finding the gifts. If you're wrapping gifts there, you don't have to worry about anyone walking out and like spoiling anything. Yeah. That one hit me the other day, and I was like, I like that. that feels like a pro move. Yeah. Uh, we, so that would be my suggestion. I like that. We, in our house, we have an ADU, and which is my wife's office. And in the ADU, there's still, like, another, like, around the corner is where the bathroom is. Mm. And there's, like, a little hallway into it. So it really is truly kind of, like, tucked away. Yeah. And so we literally put up, like, caution tape across the door <laughs> into that hallway. Yeah. And the kids know, like... We cannot go. You can go into mommy's office, but you can't go around that corner because mm. that's where, you know. And then we have them in the bathroom. So basically, then we <laughs> we save all of the, the gifts are in the bathroom and the shower of the ADU. Okay. That's smart. But it's it. I think your your point stands to reason that having a dedicated hiding space is. Yeah. Is and you don't have to start. I just like that you kind of like create this little, your own little workshop. Yeah. yeah. I like that. As it were. Yeah. I like that. Um, all right, my number four. Okay. This is a great one. This is a great just piece of life advice, but mm. I think it applies to the holidays. Um, there's a a great video that has been going around the internet uh, of one of those like actors symposiums where they get like you know Tom Hanks and Al Pacino and Denzel Washington all sitting around a table and talking about their careers and life and the industry and stuff. And there's one where um, Tom Hanks is talking to. I think it's like De Niro and Shia LaBeouf and uh, Denzel might be there. Or somebody, maybe Jamie Foxx is there. I don't know. It's a big group of A-listers. Mm. And <clears throat> Tom Hanks says, they're talking about what's one piece of advice that you wish you would have had earlier in your career. And he says, the idea that this too shall pass. Mm. Meaning, when something is great, this too shall pass. Yeah. So savor the moments that are awesome. Yeah. And when something's bad and going really crappy, this too shall pass. Yeah. And so I think in regards to the holidays, the more that you can think about, you know, when something is really awesome, you're at your kids, you know, Christmas concert and they're like just being adorable, soak it in because 
this too shall pass. Yeah. It's not, you're not going to be there forever. Yeah. And when you're in that moment where it's like the kids are, nobody's putting on their shoes. You're going to be late to the Christmas parade. You might miss it because you're, nobody's listening and like things are crazy. This too shall pass. Yeah. Right. Like it, whenever it's bad, it's not going to be bad forever. Whenever it's good, it's not going to be good forever. Mm. So try to like, in the good times, soak it in, and in the bad times, let it go. Yeah. I think it applies to um, relatives, you know, <laughs> like when you have to deal with maybe some challenging relatives, yeah. either at Thanksgiving or you know around uh, Christmas time, when you're seeing some of your older relatives who maybe things are great. You're a grandparent or a parent who's maybe getting up there in age. This too shall pass, right? Like yeah. savor those moments. And when you're with that uncle at Thanksgiving that drives you crazy and thinks completely opposite of you politically or something, yep. this too shall pass. So like try not to get so offended and so worked up about stuff. Mm -hmm. If you just take this attitude of this too shall pass for good and bad, it's a good way to sort of even keel your way through the holidays. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. You're making me think of yesterday at, at Disneyland, yeah. you know, with my kids and watching, uh, Emerson just so enamored with Santa yeah. J. Claus. Um, she, we had this really special moment. Um, I shared this with you off air that uh, Santa J. Claus needed to, you know, go somewhere. And so I said to Emerson, I was like, oh, he's got to go see some other friends. Yeah. And then we went and got in line for a small world. Well, the Christmas parade started. And at the end of the Christmas parade, Santa comes out. And I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. You know, as a parent, you're sort of like, what's going to happen right now? And Santa comes out from like those back gates. And Emmy looks up at him on the sleigh. And she goes, Daddy, he didn't have to go see friends. He had to go do the parade. <laughs> do the parade yeah. And it was just like, um, it was such a beautiful moment. And you saying like, this too shall pass. You know, I was there yesterday and shooting a lot of content, right? You know, you know for our show and Disney Countdown. And you're just, I had this feeling as I was walking out of the park last night, I said to Lynn, I was like, can we please book another day to come back with the kids this yeah. season? Because I felt like I was so like Working. in work mode that I didn't just get to watch my kids' yeah. eyes as they were looking at, you know, the Disneyland parks at the holiday season. So I agree with you hundred percent. It's really the moral of the story. Um, all right. Number four for me, uh, this is going to go back to what I was talking about earlier with the Yukon Cornelius mm -hmm. Uh, decoration. Yeah. You know, we get so caught up and look, we're big fans of, you know, Lowe's and all these like sure. big box retailers, which have, you know, massive selection, great stuff. But I have found, and I think we talked about this last year, that the non big box places like your local hardware store mm -hmm. and even like online retailers that are sort of like niche type yeah. people, like there's that great company called the Christmas Market out in, the Aust out in Australia who we're connected with on social media. A lot of times they have very cool, very unique, uh, and very affordable yeah. Christmas decorations. Like I took my kids over the weekend to, there's like three hardware stores in town, Lowe's, Home Depot, and then a place called, uh, used to be called Do It Center. Now it's called DIY. And it's just like a small Southern California company. Um, and their selection of like inflatables and light elements and various yard things and interior decorations, it is so different. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you see a cool shirt, right? That you really like. And you're like, I love this shirt. But then you like go walk around and like 900 other people are wearing it. You're like, oh, well. I, guess. I mean, it's the sort of like corporatization of America. Everything is getting consolidated yeah. into like 12 companies that own everything. Yeah. Which is good for 
profit margins and you know but to you lose what you're saying is that like kind of individual like oh where'd you get that shirt it's from this little store i gotta go to that little store to get it it's not at every target you know yeah I like that when people drive past my house or walk past my house for the outdoor decorations that they're not like, oh, yeah, I saw that in the other dude's yard up the block. I I like being able to show them new things. Like they had this like cool unicorn thing at and my daughter really wanted to get it. And I was like, I don't know if it. I don't know if it works with the aesthetic that we're going for right now, sweetheart. But I if, know you love that, I know you darling, really, really love that. But uh, it doesn't work with my color scheme. So. Maybe the backyard decor. <laughs> but the moral of the story is you can find Yukon Corneliuses yeah. and all these things that you just don't see at a lot of these places because they have a deal with you know Disney or whoever it is that they can't have any other characters in there. So shop local. Not only are you going to get great selection, but you're also going to support small businesses um, that, you know, I know we're, we're huge fans of um, not just at the holiday season, but, uh, but year round. So that's going to be my number four. I love that. That's good. Um, All right. My number three is going to be, again, I feel like all these tips are good for all the time, but definitely uh, at the holidays. And that's going to be carve out 10 minutes a day which is not a lot. It may seem like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I'm busy from the second I get up. Get up 10 minutes earlier. Mm. Carve out 10 minutes a day for some meditation, some prayer. Take a second to literally sit in silence. Silence. I'm not talking, oh, I don't have music on, but I'm checking my email. Or, oh, I'm listening to Christmas music. I'm talking silence. Whether that's out in your front yard, backyard, just in your bed when you wake up. 10 minutes a day to just like breathe, center yourself and say like what you're grateful for in your life, just like two things that you're grateful for on that day, you will be amazed at how your life and your mentality will change if you just do that for 10 minutes a day, just 10 minutes, connect to a higher power, connect to yourself, breathe, listen to what you have not been listening to before. It might be sitting in silence and going, wow, the the air conditioning really has got an interesting hum to it that I didn't notice before. It just will start to make your neural pathways open up in new ways. And we can get so in like a rut of our routine in the holidays because it is so busy. We do have so many places to be and so many responsibilities to attend to that it can just be like on autopilot that, okay, I'm getting to the next thing. I'm getting to the next thing. I'm getting to the next thing. But if you can start your day, you don't have to do it at the start of the day, but it's helpful to do it at the start of the day Yeah, of 10 minutes of just quiet, peaceful prayer or meditation will help you immensely. Yeah. Immensely. I think that's a great, great suggestion. I, there was some video popped up on Instagram from the other day that was sort of like the idea around like, why do we stay in these negative mindsets or like, you know, situations that can feel like hell, you know, it's because something about our brains wants familiarity. Totally. And so like, even if, if you think about it like a rut, your brain gets into a rut and you literally have to make effort to lift your brain thought pathways out of the rut. Yeah. Into new positive things. It, it's scary for the brain because right. it's like, well, even if it's a happy thing, right. even if it's a good thing, it's I don't a, know what it it's is. It's a different thing, yeah. and it's the unknown that sort of goes with it. So I think it just, and it goes back to your M I N I mini goals, right? Yeah. Is maybe it's five minutes for you day sure, one, yeah. and then it's seven minutes, and you'll start to realize that like 
you'll see the benefits you'll see quickly. the benefits of it 100 percent. i couldn't yeah. agree more i mean you and i even talked about the other day of like we're recording a lot of episodes yeah. today like let's make sure we take time in between to just sort of clear our reset heads brain, and right? reset the brain so i think that that's an amazing tip in general in life i love it hack the brain um now I'm looking at my list. I was like, God, I got to go a little deeper here because I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at my things. I'm like, I'm really into not, I do have one and I'm going to save that for number one. Right. Um, now this is kind of silly, but I wrote it down and I was like, I feel like I have to share it on the show. Okay. Write down your tips for yourself because you will forget them if you don't write them down. <laughs> and I put that as one of my tip items because I had a thought that popped into my head, you know, because we'll make these lists for the sure, show sure. and we'll be working on them for like a couple months sometimes yeah. because we, you know, decide what our creative is ahead yeah. of time. And I'm usually pretty good about like when something pops in a song, you know, I'll add it to a right, Spotify right. playlist because I create these like theme lists whenever yeah. we do music things. Uh, and I do the same thing with like notes documents. And then I recently I had a great idea that popped into my head and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do that. I'll put it in my phone when I wake up in the morning or when I get to the office or whatever it was. And I didn't. And I've been walking around for like the last couple of weeks trying, trying to, to what remember it was. what it was. <laughs> and so I created a tip that's like, whatever your tip is for yourself pertaining to the holiday season yes. and something you want to do. And it might not even season. be a tip. It might be somebody says, oh, I'd really your wife or your husband is like, oh, I'd really like a new pair of ice skates yes. or whatever. And you're like, oh, I'll write that down later. No, write it down. No, write it down right away now because yeah. there's so many things pulling at our attention all the time. So yeah. the moment that thought hits, put it on paper, put it in your phone, uh, you know, recipes, gift ideas, everything related to the holiday season. The second it hits, put it in there and then it's out of your brain. Yep. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You don't have to stress anymore. It's just boom, it's there and you know that when you need it, it's going to be there for you because in my case, uh, I wasn't. I wonder if there is an actual word for that sensation of you have a great idea and then you literally, you know, you can remember it was a great idea or it might be a dream. Like I've had dreams where I'm like, that was an awesome dream. Yeah. I got to write that down. And then I can't, I literally can't remember anything about it. And I'm like, but I know it was awesome. I, yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure that I felt <laughs> that was awesome, whether it's a dream or an idea. Yeah. And I wonder if there's like an English word, or maybe sometimes it's other languages have words for mm. these things. That is that feeling of like, you thought of something, you know, it was great, but it has evaporated from your brain and you can't find it again, but you still are holding onto the feeling of knowing that it was great. I have an idea about this idea. Okay. So a friend of mine, I, I've talked about it before, he's a songwriter named Tom, and he has this notion that like ideas are like living, breathing things. Mm -hmm. And you form a relationship with these ideas because ideas want to be in the world. Sure. They've sort of chosen you as this vessel and just like any other relationship, if you don't nurture it, you know, dating relationship, whatever, yeah. it will find Disappear, yeah. a new home. Yeah. So maybe these ideas are like, you could have written me down, yeah. but you didn't. So baby, I'm gone. That's I right. Flown, flown the coop. And as a creative person, I'm sure you know, this is like when, like the idea of the capables, like the second that came to me, I was like, I got to write this write down, down. Yeah. because I don't want to lose this. It yeah. feels like connected to something higher than me. And I do think ideas choose us. Yeah. So if you have those things in your life, whether they're mini things yeah. like a cool recipe you came up with, or it's a big idea about something you want to do or something you want to create, just write them down. Yeah. Got to do it. Yeah. Got to do it. Um, I have, because I have this goal that I've never really talked about this on the show, but 
my plan is, I mean, my plan has been this for multiple years. So hopefully this coming year, I will actually do it. Um, I want to record a Christmas album. Yes. And I want to do some covers, but I do want to do original songs in as well. So over the last three years, I've been coming up with ideas for songs because I'm not really a songwriter, but I, you know, I'm musically inclined enough to understand the concept of it and how to do it. And so whenever I come up with either like a clever idea about Christmas or like kind of a tune, I'll write it down or I'll record it into voice memos. And it's so funny because I've I've probably like 15 to 20 different Christmas songs that like are not finished. And some of them are just a title. Some of them are like, oh, I think it's a song about this kind of uh, vibe or something like that. Um, Some of them have like a verse and a chorus. But it's funny to go back and look at them because they've been written at so many different times Mm. over the last five years. And sometimes I'm like, what was I thinking about that? So I try to write (laughs) as much detail as I'm thinking about in the moment because you're so right that I think that these ideas, they they come to us from a higher place. Eric, I'm telling you right now, there are so many listeners and viewers out there who are like willing you to record this album. I know that because we have received messages from fans who are like, someone said like, I'd love a Danny and Eric Christmas album. And I was like, oh, like we just like, pick our favorite right. song he goes no 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 i want you two guys singing christmas oh, songs fun. together on an album so i know i mean obviously I you that. are an incredibly talented singer and performer um and i think like you could just capture that essence of the holidays and music that we talk about so much on the show and I, I guarantee you people are nodding along listening to this i hope so right now. if i do it i may have to do a kickstarter to pay for it do so it. so you may be uh, and then we can release it yeah, yeah. next holiday that'd, season that'd and we'll be amazing chat about it on yeah. the show uh, we'll see. Welcome uh, our guest, uh, Eric Peterson. That's right. Yeah, I've got a new Christmas <laughs> album, folks, and you're going to love it. Um, all right, here we go. My number two. Yeah. My number two. This is a good one. This, uh, I was asking Miles as I was making this list, and he didn't tell me this, but I can't remember what he said. He said something, and I was like, oh, that's what it is. Mm. And then he was like, yeah, Daddy, that's the right one. And it's to look, to actively search for the childlike wonder in your life wow. at the Christmas at the Christmas season. So often we as adults, and we keep kind of going back to the same refrain that like the holidays are busy, they're stressful, there's a lot going on, there's a lot of responsibility. You're, as a parent, I know that we have a lot, not all parents, but we have a lot of parents that listen to this. You're actively trying to provide a wonderful Christmas for your family. So that can feel heavy and like the responsibility can feel heavy about that. And I know we've wrestled a lot with that feeling of trying to soak in the holidays, but also provide a great holiday memory for our kids. And like the balancing act of that is tricky. But I think the more that you can, maybe it goes back to when you do this 10 minute meditation in the morning, you say to yourself, I'm going to actively find three things today to notice as if I was six years old, Mm. whether it's, the lights on a house or the way that uh, wrapping paper is put together on a gift or something, something that you are going to try to actually see it through the eyes of Mm. a child, even though you might be 60 years old. So I think that's my number two is to actively choose to try to see things as if you were a child at the holiday season. I love that. I love that it you're I'm like, 
pinging like pinging is that the word i wanted i don't know things are like pinging around in my brain going back to disneyland yesterday we were waiting in line for uh small world Mm -hmm. but it was during the day yeah and so you know like we talked about small world lights up and you know we're standing there and you see all the lights that aren't on yet and so i was like emmy i was like do you see every single one of those bulbs that's on there i was like tonight they're all going to turn on. She's like, what daddy? Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, what color do you think those are going to be? She goes red. And I was like, what about those green? I was like, well, we'll come back tonight we'll see. and we'll have to see. And when we came around that corner and small world came to view, she goes, Oh my <laughs> gosh. And I was like, that's it. That's it right there. That's it right there. Like that's the magic. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that, man. Uh, all right. I'm not going to go deep with mine just yet. Okay. I'm going to go back to something. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before. Can I do a twofer? Sure. A two for real quick. Okay. So decorations. Mm-hmm. Um, if you live in a part of the world where weather is a thing, you know, here in Southern California, specifically where we're at, it gets super windy this time of year. And if you're anything like me, you get super stressed out about your inflatables and other various decor that's out on the lawn yes. that's going to blow away. Yeah. I think I shared, I don't know if this was two seasons ago, that one morning I looked out my front window and this huge snowman that was like one of those like wireframe things yeah. was in the street. Yeah. But he's also connected to like three other things. So like he was pulling them all with <laughs> right. him and I was like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. It was in that moment that I came up with this idea. You know how when you buy your inflatables or anything, they give you stakes, right? Yeah, those little plastic stakes. Those stakes, I look. They're piles of junk. Yes. They're little skinny pieces of metal that around this time of year, there's a lot of precipitation. The soil gets wet. They have nothing to grip the soil whatsoever. So I went out and bought really heavy duty camping stakes. Mm. Like the ones that have like the little like grooves, you know, the little like tongue things that'll, the ribs that'll come off the side. So when they get down in there, your decorations aren't going anywhere so that's tip number one is get okay. camping stakes for all your inflatables or various yard decor that Can might I pull add away on to your tip a little please bit? i don't know if this exists i bet that there is rope that is like glow in the dark rope and you know i feel like when i'm out messing with all my inflatables and making sure everything's yes. good i'm always tripping over the ropes because i got like 15 inflatables out there and we got two or three lines coming yeah. off of each one or my kids are trying to look at stuff and they're tripping over it i think if you could get like glow in the dark rope that's fun is a good idea or even putting a little bit of glow tape just like around like the three base. little spots yeah. of the rope you know just like at the base a little bit in the middle yeah. and a little bit like towards where it's connected to the inflatable it's a good idea. I'm chuckling right now because I'm just thinking of all of us, listeners, you, me. We've all been there. You trip over the lip because it's <laughs> yeah. black. Yeah. And you're it's walking dark. out in the dark. You can't see anything. We all have probably said very similar things. Freaking thing. You know, like, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> like I would just love like a video. You know, people like do those videos like, you know, real life footage of me watching my toddler walk right, around yeah. the park or whatever it is. Like footage of me tripping over the oh, yeah. skinny black multiple strings times. multiple times oh my gosh what, yeah you kidding me you know that that's my character in christmas story basically half of my dialogue is concerned gobbly dude you can meet the freaking lang and live they're never actual words but he has like swear words throughout the whole show and so they're actually very hard to learn because 
I they were like, you probably don't want to try to improvise it because you'll probably say an actual swear word right. if you don't learn what the actual <laughs> like fake swear words that have been written out in the dialogue. Uh, but, we've yeah, all been there. We've all been uh, there. And I will probably be there again in a week. Yeah. And I can't wait uh, until somebody creates some sort of light up <laughs> element right. for those. Um, but speaking of Christmas decorations, just one more tip because this happened to me the other day. And I feel like I've talked about this on the show and I've said, here's a great idea that I still haven't done <laughs> is that in my mind, and I'm sure we've all been there, you're pa- starting to pack up all your Christmas decorations at the end of the season, your extension cords, all your lights, and you say, I'll remember where it all goes. I know that that yeah, cord yeah. has three prongs on the end, so that one clearly, Danny, goes in the middle, and then you get to the next year, and you've had all these things that have happened in your life, in your no brain idea. power. I literally was staring at my tub of extension cords the other day, and I was like, I have no idea where any of these go. Yeah. Why did I not? label them yeah. so get yourself some painters tape just white masking tape yeah. and just at the end right you know yard and you can rip it off when the next yeah. season comes around so that we don't have to worry about the tape out yeah. there in your yard but just write like front yard left side yep. mickey mouse or whatever it is so that way you know you'll grab all your cords and you can just drop them around the yard and you don't have to worry about all that crap you can just focus on making your house really really beautiful so that's two decoration tips I like that. for the price of one that's very one two. very good um, all right, my last one, my number one, is going to be cultivate gratitude. Mm. Cultivate gratitude. And this is a phrase, again, I didn't come up with this, but this is a great just life tip, but especially at the holidays. Think that everything happens for you, not to you. Mm. And I thought about this in regards to the holidays Almost actually, especially as like a kid, Mm. sometimes when you're like a kid, you're like, I really want to get this one thing and you might not get it and you can feel like, man, I didn't get the thing that I wanted, you know, and whether that's a kid or an adult thing or, you know, I wanted, you know, this relative to come in, but now into town and now they can't. And as opposed to thinking that things are happening to you and like, oh man, this happened to me and now I feel this way or this happened to me and now I'm angry or this happened to me and now I'm sad. Mm -hmm. If you think about things happening for you, that there's always a lesson from every experience that you have, whether it's a positive or a negative thing, whether somebody comes to town or doesn't, whether you get the gift that you want or you didn't, whether you're in a relationship that makes it through the holidays or doesn't, whatever it might be, the universe is offering things for you mm. to learn from or yeah. to grow from or to move on from or to get negativity out of your life or to bring positivity into your life. Yeah. If you start to look at your life as things are happening for you, it will change your entire perspective yes. as opposed to things happening to you. So trying to be grateful and cultivating an attitude of gratefulness for everything that happens to your life, positive and negative, good and bad, it happens for you to either grow or learn from. Dude, I couldn't agree more. I don't know if we talked about this on Disney Countdown, but the analogy I use is red lights and green lights. Mm-hmm. You know, we're driving. We've all been there. You're running a little late for something, or you're like, if I catch two red lights, I'm going to be late. Right. And you get so pissed off when you get the red light. But what if you shifted your mind to be like, maybe I got that red light because there was somewhere up ahead that if I ended up there at that yeah. point in time, yeah. that's I, I shouldn't exactly. be there. I need to be here, stop to keep me from that place. So I love that one. 
All right, so before we wrap up this countdown, did want to remind you guys, if you're not already subscribing to the show, please make sure you do that. If you want the bonus episodes that we've talked about, you can check us out on Patreon or just become a paid subscriber yeah. on Apple and Spotify. Fun thing about Apple is you can get three days for free. So you Sweet. might be able to stream them all. Sweet. And just get them. You got, you know, yeah. 12 for free. Look at you being smart. Now you can buy more gifts to your friends. Uh, and then uh, please follow us on social media. If you're not doing that, we are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok threads, and at Xmas Pod on the X. And if you want to see what's happening in this beautiful studio of ours, please go to youtube.com slash Countdown Network. And you can check out our show and all the other Countdown Network yes, shows. Um, all right. So I wanted to save this one for last uh, because I, I think it's something that we can all relate to is you know we i always say this we live in a time but like we see so many images on social media on television you hear your friends talking about well i'm gonna go do this and i'm gonna go do that and i think we can easily get into this game of like keeping up with the joneses this like comparison type thing of like well that family they took their pictures on you know the first week in november and we got their cards i mean we're guilty of this uh we got you know cards like middle of november and i haven't even like thought about what i'm going to do with my hair and all this sort of stuff is that the idea that came to mind for me was let your holiday season be your holiday season Amen. you know you know what brings joy to you you know your children your spouse your family your current status in life that is realistic don't worry about what other people are doing and what they're sharing out there this is just like a broad stroke thing thing is that like we all know that social media is not real life yes. it, it's like watching espn it's a highlight reel of everyone's life so like yeah you may see this beautiful tree that somebody set up in their living room but you don't know when the tree fell on their head, when they sure. were loading it down from the rafters and how they were pissed off and then yeah. the food got burnt and all this sort of stuff. There's so many stories going on. So just live what you know to be true. You know what you love about the holiday season. You know the moments that have connected with, with your heart and don't worry about sharing what other people do with your family. Yeah, you might see a recipe you want to try. Sure. Yeah, that, that decoration looks cool. Go get it. But the spirit of the holiday season, that cannot be captured through copying what other people do. You will, that is, that is a, I don't want to say a figment of your imagination, but it's an unobtainable goal because it's not your life. We are all different. We all have different lives that we have lived, all different upbringings and things that have connected with us. And that's what makes us unique. And that's what I've talked about ad nauseum is like, that's what I think gives us our superpowers in life. So lean into what you love. Lean into what your children love and make your Christmas, your holiday season, yours and yours alone, because that's what will give you the stories that you'll look back on 5, 10, 15 years from now. Yeah, I love that. It's It reminds me a little bit of this phrase that I saw recently that somebody was talking about working late and like, oh man, I feel like I always have to work late and yeah. I want to get home, but I got to keep my job. And somebody was saying like... Um, Work will never remember that you stayed late, mm. but your kids will remember that you did. Yeah, and this idea that like you you just gotta pour into your family because that's what matters, you know. And I think if you think about it less as like, oh my gosh, the people down the street they went to Hawaii for Christmas and we we didn't go on a trip or whatever. Yeah. Your kids are not looking at social media and seeing that the Joneses down the street went to Hawaii. Your kids are seeing how you invest in them, in the spirit, and your household. And so the more you can just be like, 
like you said, make your Christmas your Christmas. And especially those things that are specific to your family, you know, like for us, it's cow Christmas. We love cow Christmas, <laughs> right? Like we get such a kick out of the fact that people think it's silly, yeah. but we love it. And like we have such a like a badge of honor of like, we love cow Christmas, you know, and playing it in the car for their friends. And they're yeah. like, what is this? And we're like, we love cow Christmas yeah. because it's our thing. Yeah. And I think the more you can find those like individual traditions and memories and things that you like to do as a family, the, the better off you'll be in the long run. I agree. Uh, and I just want to share something. So this connects to what you're saying is Santa sent me a message last night after we yeah. got to spend the day. And he goes, he goes, I'm so grateful to have spent some time with you and your beautiful family today. Never forget how blessed you are. Yeah. What a gift to have so much. That's great. You know, it, awesome. we, and it's leaning into that, that makes Christmas what, yeah. what it is, yeah. you know, is what we have, not what other people have, what you have yep. and just being grateful for it. That's right. Yep. This was a good one, folks. Yeah. This was a good list. I like this one. Me too. Um, all right. That is going to wrap it up for us here on episode 311. 112. Oh. <laughs> did we come original in this one? We came original. Yeah. I guess we did. Um, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you have a great uh, Thanksgiving because that's coming up real quick here. Um, we hope that your holiday season is going well. We hope that you can thrive and not just survive here at the holiday season. Um, we love you. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends about us. Rate and review all the things. We will see you on the next one, but we're going to close it out how we always do by saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We will see you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See ya. 112.